Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Hi, welcome back to the Thought Boss Podcast. I just love you all so much. I think you're amazing. Um, today we're doing an awesome episode on my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing because it's the thing I do best. When I named my coaching practice the Thought Boss Coaching uh, Company, I don't know, Thought Boss Coaching, um, I didn't really expect people to call me the Thought Boss because I was like, no, I actually just want like other people to know that they can be the boss of their thoughts. But then like as it kept going and more people kept calling me that and I was really figuring out like what I'm best at as a coach and like where my talent really is, what I'm really good at, I kind of realized it is really the perfect name for me because I kind of am the thought boss. I am so good at coming up with new thoughts for people to think that really serve them. So a lot of people would call those positive affirmations. And you can use that term. There's nothing wrong with it. I want you to know that even though it gets um, given this really cheesy picture of what positive affirmations are, an affirmation, if we just think about the word, is something you're affirming to your mind. You're making it firm in your mind. You're making it easy to think. So it's just words in your head that you repeat a lot. And once you have affirmed it in your mind, it becomes like an affirmation. Um, You can have positive affirmations and you can have negative affirmations. And the crazy thing is you already have tons of affirmations. It's just that a lot of them might not be serving you. So I want you to know it's not all or nothing. It's not, nope, like it's not, I have positive affirmations or I have negative affirmations. It's We all have beliefs and they're subconscious and your beliefs are the things that your brain just kind of lets roll around in your head. And depending on how you grew up and the people around you, what they said, what they did, you will have different things that you believe about yourself. Now, one of the most amazing things that you can believe, one of the best positive affirmations is the thought that I am loved and I am enough. Now, even if you grew up in an amazing family that told you these things all the time, or that at least had actions that like expressed to you that you were enough or that you were loved, I want you to know that nobody's family is perfect. And also, even if you had a really great family, your brain is not really designed to hold on to things that are positive. It's not designed to wake you up in the morning with this list of everything that's going right and all the amazing things about you. Now, for somebody who did grow up in a not great environment like myself, I was in foster care, I was adopted, I moved from house to house for several years with my little brother, was very unstable, lots of trauma, lost my dad at a young age, still old enough to know him and to miss him I have just been through a lot and did not really have the belief that I was wanted 
Um, so when it comes to affirmations, it might be easy for somebody who grew up in a really stable environment to create the affirmation for themselves, I am wanted, because their brain doesn't automatically reject that thought. For somebody like me, my brain was trying to figure out why did I keep getting moved from foster home to foster home? Why was I adopted? Why couldn't I stay with my, my birth parents? Um, and the idea that it came up with is just, I'm just not wanted. I'm not good enough. There's something wrong with me. I did something wrong. I have to prove myself in order for people to love me. It just came up with all these reasons why. Now, those weren't the real reasons. We, we don't have to get into the real reasons today. But our brains like to come up with ideas or at least ask the question like, am I good enough? Or what's wrong with me? I don't understand. There must be something wrong with me. I must just not be wanted. I'm, I'm not wantable. I'm not desirable to like keep around. And so if I try to offer myself the positive affirmation of I am wanted, a lot of trauma comes up for me. So this episode is all about figuring out what are the right affirmations for me? What are the things that might get in the way of me having those affirmations? And how do I get through those so that I can believe the things that I want to believe and not the thoughts that keep rolling around in my head that are making me feel terrible? So first things first, affirmations, you're already doing them all the time. I want you to think about what are the things that are so easy for me to believe. What just kind of rolls off my tongue when I'm like venting to one of my friends or when I am um, feeling overwhelmed or when stuff is just coming out. Am I saying things like, I'm so stupid. What is wrong with me? Nobody really cares about me. There's nobody that I can really rely on. If these things are just automatically coming out of you, you might want to think about affirmations that will help to kind of oppose those things. So the first step in figuring out how to have positive affirmations that actually serve you is to see what's already going on in your own head. The best way to get it out is to journal about it. Now I promise you, I'm not trying to make you feel awful. And if you're not ready for this, that's okay. But even if you ignore it for your entire life, those things are always going to be inside of you. And they will, the more that you go throughout your life ignoring them, the more they will build and build and build until your life explodes in a way that you didn't expect. And so getting ahead of the game is kind of crucial here. We want to figure out what you're already thinking. Now, we don't want to do this from a judgmental place. We don't want to do it from a place of like, there's something wrong with me. Why can't my brain just think good thoughts? I wish I had better thoughts. I wish I had self-esteem. I wish I had confidence. I wish I loved myself. No, what we're actually going to do is we're going to be like scientists together. So I want you to get a piece of paper. You can do it now or you can do it later. But I just invite you just to do this one exercise, maybe tonight before you're going to bed. Just be like, all right. I'm going to do that thing that Nicole said. I'm going to just see what comes up for me. And when we're looking back at these thoughts after we've just let them out onto a piece of paper, we've filled up a journal page, maybe you fill up um, a big note on your phone, you just press the microphone and you let it all come out. 
once we've done that, we need to go back and look at the thoughts like a scientist. Now, I'm going to coach you on some of the most common thoughts that come up when I'm trying to help somebody create beliefs that they actually want to have. So right now, we're just finding out what is my brain already believe. And one of the biggest ones is some version of I'm not good enough or I'm not doing a good enough job. This is so common. In fact, it would be very, very strange if you had never had this thought. I promise you every single person I've talked to has had this thought. And it might be just some version of it. It might not always be rolling around your head. I'm not doing good enough. I'm not doing good enough. But it also might be those exact words. You might think this if you're a parent. You might think, I'm ruining my kids. Like, no matter how much time I spend with them, it's not good enough. No matter how kind I am to them, it's not good enough. No matter how much attention and gifts and love I give to them, like, they deserve more. It's not enough. Now, notice what's really interesting about things that we tell ourselves over and over again. Number one we start to believe it. We start to really think, this is just what I think. This is just true. This is like the truth of my soul. Like my brain wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> the other thing that is funny about it is that it also creates a feeling inside of you. And anytime that we have the feeling or the, any kind of thought around, I'm not good enough or I'm not doing a good enough job, the feeling is going to be Shame, helplessness, overwhelm, despair, depression, anxiety, all these really heavy feelings. Now, these feelings are supposed to be here. Nothing has gone wrong. You are a human having a human experience. And by definition, humans are imperfect. <laughs> We are kind of supposed to screw it up here a little bit. We are supposed to be learning. We're supposed to be growing. We're supposed to be figuring things out. And the best way to do that is to make tons of mistakes, to see what doesn't work, to want a lot of things, want to do a lot of things, want to be a lot of things, and to just not have the time or the energy or the courage or the opportunities to do it. It's a very frustrating thing to be a human and to have a soul and also a part of you that just wants to stay safe, wants to stay in bed, doesn't want to do anything. So I want you to know all these feelings coming up, whether it's around your work or your home, your family, your wife, your kids, your husband, your best friend, your neighbor across the street, the thought, the belief, I'm not doing enough, I'm not enough, or I should be doing more. It's so common and it's supposed to be there. So I just want you to notice, all right, if this has come up for me, congratulations to me. I'm a human. Hooray. Nothing has gone wrong here. Now, the reason we have to coach on it is because coaching to me is helping you see how a belief can be bent a little bit. Your mind just kind of swirls these things around like they're facts, but we haven't really looked into them. So let's ask the question, what is it? What would it mean for me to not be enough? Well, what am I trying to be? Where am I trying to go? 
what is enough? And our mind is going to be like, well, if I was enough, like I would be doing everything right. Like I'm not saying I would be perfect, but I would at least not be screwing it up as much as I am. I would be doing better than I am right now. And I want to tell you that is a trap. You will never actually think I'm enough. I'm doing good enough. Like this is enough. Your brain on its own will never offer you that thought because your brain isn't out there analyzing the circumstances, running the numbers, figuring out how much time you're spending with everybody, measuring it up against some unknown standard of what you're supposed to be doing and how your life is supposed to be going and saying, okay, are we enough today? Are we good enough? Are we not good enough? No, this isn't how your brain is doing it. Your brain is just like, I will probably never be enough. I don't know what the standard is. It doesn't really matter, but I just have this belief that I'm not enough and I'm just going to let it roll around in my brain until it becomes this really strong belief and I just believe it. So trust me, your brain hasn't analyzed you as you are right now and decided I'm not enough. It just latched onto that thought at some point and just continued to repeat it. So we don't know what enough is. We don't even know what that means. But if the point of your life is to just be you and to see how it shakes out, because that's kind of what I feel like the point of life is, is to be ourselves and trust ourselves and trust that what we're doing is what we're supposed to be doing. Now, I like to tell myself, I feel like I'm enough when I approve of myself, when I consciously choose to approve of myself, which means it's a choice. I just get to decide I am enough. I'm good enough. I'm doing a good enough job. I'm exactly who I need to be today. I'm open to growing. I'm open to learning. I'm open to progression. But right now, exactly as I am today, that's enough. Because there's really no actual standard of enoughness. Like if perfection is our standard, then guess what? You'll never actually be enough. (laughs) Which sucks. (laughs) Like there's only one person who was enough, and it was Jesus. And we weren't meant to be like Jesus while we're humans. Maybe eventually, someday down the road in heaven, sometime far away from here. But right now, in this human experience, you are enough because you're you, because you're a human. Your job is not to be enough. Your job is not to be good enough. Your job is to be you and to just be here. What if that was true? See, what we do with coaching is we start to hold a belief in our hands that's not serving us and we roll it around a little bit like, hmm, what do I actually mean by this? And when was the first time that I heard this? And is there a chance that when I heard this a long time ago, that it actually wasn't true? So for me, if I'm going to coach myself on this, I'm going to think, all right, when is the first time that I heard I'm not enough? Well, I don't remember hearing it from any other person exactly. But I do remember trying to figure out why my parents were fighting all the time. 
why they couldn't keep jobs, why they weren't like other parents, why they were always going to jail, why I had to be put in the foster system and my parents weren't able to get me out for years, and why I eventually had to be adopted. And my brain, the best idea it could come up with is that I wasn't good enough. And so I remember the, the memory of this feeling, having the question on my mind, am I good enough? Like, what's wrong with me? It's all the same thing. And so if I could go back and I could ask myself, if I asked my current self, my 32-year-old self, to look back at that little girl who thought she wasn't enough, what do you think I would say? I'd probably say, girlfriend, this isn't about you. It was never about you. In fact, it was probably the result of somebody else feeling like they weren't good enough. See, a lot of these things tend to be passed on. This is a cycle of human shame and human trauma. One person does something from a place of, I don't feel good enough, from a place of shame and guilt. And the thing that they do to hurt somebody else makes that person think, I must not be good enough. Okay? So when I look back at my younger self, I'm like, oh my gosh, of course you were good enough. You were just perfect. You were beautiful. You were everything that somebody would want in a daughter. Like it means nothing about you that your parents weren't able to take care of you. And when I go back and I do that thinking, I realize I just healed that part of me that feels like I was never enough. But I have to go to a place where I'm coming from another part of me. So I'm using the adult version of me, the person who has a home, has a family, things have worked out, and I have all this wisdom and all this time that I've had to think about it, and I'm talking to the younger version of me, this child version of me. And when I talk to that version, it actually is very healing. Now, what if I could go to the part of me that was a young mom and that had four little kids that house was a disaster all the time. I was just running on empty all the time. I was so tired, so exhausted, felt so inadequate. Would I tell that version of me, you're not enough? Because for sure she thought that. But what I would tell her is, oh my gosh, look at you. You just created four beautiful humans in the span of like six years. Of course you're exhausted. You're amazing. I'm so impressed with you. These babies are beautiful. You're doing so much. I love you. Thank you. And guess what? That just healed another part of me that felt like I wasn't good enough. And now, can I go to the version of me today? The version of me that still has a messy house. <laughs> the version of me that loves her kids so much but sometimes yells at them because they drive her crazy. A version of me that wishes she could do better, that wishes she was more consistent, and that wishes she was a better friend. And can I look at me from the same loving place that I was looking at my past self from and say, you're always going to be enough to me. I just love you and I choose to support you. You're doing a great job at being a human.
if all those past versions of me were enough, the present version of me has to also be enough. Like maybe that's possible. So do you see how we've coached through this idea of not being enough and really asked some good deep questions and thought about it and come to the conclusion that maybe there's not really any such thing as being enough, but if there were, I was always enough, right? There really is no such thing as being enough. There's no such thing as being not enough. It's just a decision. It's just a choice. It's just words. And you just get to choose if you want to tell yourself them or not. The other option, if you don't choose the option of telling yourself you're enough, you could just tell yourself, I'm not enough. But either way, it's a choice. Either way, you get to choose what you are telling yourself. So... I want to remember this feeling and now I'm attaching this feeling of peace and like self-love to the affirmation of I am enough and I will always be enough. I choose to accept myself exactly as I am. Now listen, this is the trick is to find words that speak to your soul in a way that really make the words I am enough mean something to you. So just quick little quips of like, I'm enough, I love myself, I'm great, I'm awesome, I'm doing a great job. It doesn't work because your brain's not really taking it in. And so I just created this positive affirmation centered around I am enough. And now I'm gonna remember the feeling I felt when I coached myself through the feelings of not being enough. And now every time I slowly say, I am enough. Of course I'm enough. I have always been enough. And I choose to always approve of myself no matter what. Something like that. I'm going to feel the thing that I want to feel from this positive affirmation. So that was kind of some coaching on the thought. I'm not enough. I don't have time to coach on all of the thoughts. But what we do with you when you enter the Thought Boss Coaching Program is we figure out what kind of beliefs would work best for your life. If you have a business and you're trying to reach a goal, we've got to figure out what would the future you be believing? What are the thoughts that would truly be ingrained in your heart and your soul and would cause you to move forward with excitement and passion and power? And then we've got to make sure that we're coaching on the thoughts that are coming up before that. So we've got to find the right thoughts for you but we've got to figure out what you're already believing. The third part of this is creating a morning routine, which I've got another podcast on this, creating a routine, which I really, really encourage you to do in the morning. I like above all, like do it a few times a day maybe, but most of all do it in the morning because you're wasting your day if you're not starting off with your positive affirmations. If you're not priming your brain for the day, then you're spending your day sp- like in a lot of anxiety and fear. And I'm not perfect at this, but I have learned at this point, if I don't start my day with these affirmations, things can go wrong very quickly. By the way, that today was one of those days, which is why I chose to do this podcast on this day. Because I was like, you know what? People need to know this. I needed to remind myself of this and people need to know. So the way to actually use positive affirmations is to make sure we're not covering up old beliefs. Let's pull all of those up. Let's journal on them. Let's figure them out. 
if you've got lots of underlying beliefs that really hurt you, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy of love, there's something wrong with me, people don't take care of me, things like that, I really want you to bring them to me. Let me be your coach. Let me coach you through, through these things so that we're not continuing to traumatize you and abuse you with these negative affirmations. Positive affirmations are powerful when they're done right. All right, that's all I've got for today. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. It kind of took a turn that I wasn't exactly expecting, but I feel like it's so valuable. I will see you next time. Hey, if you're ready to make your mind a safe and peaceful place to be, I want you to sign up for a free coaching consultation. And together, we're going to find out exactly what makes you tick and we'll heal your relationships with yourself, with God, your business, and other people. Because when you feel good, you can do good. I know that the world is waiting for the special magic that you have to offer. Don't make us wait any longer. Sign up for a one-on-one call with me and become the Thought Boss of your own life. Go to ThoughtBossCoaching.com or find me on Instagram at ThoughtBossCoaching.